welcome one, welcome all to another developer interview here on the Xbox Expansion Pass. Today, I am joined by Brian Jorgensen and Adam Basset, developers behind the upcoming SteamWorld build slated to hit consoles and PC later this year. I am your host, Luke Lore, the Insipid Ghost. Adam, Brian, thank you both for joining me thank today. You. Thank you for having us. I'm ecstatic to have you guys. It, I could not be... Uh, more thrilled to have you. SteamWorld is a, a wonderful franchise that holds a, a fantastic place in my heart. Uh, I guess first off, congratulations on the announcement of the game. We're some weeks removed from uh, the Thunderful stream. What was it like to watch the reaction from fans uh, to the announcement and seeing a new SteamWorld project, several SteamWorld projects? How did that feel? Do you want to go first, Adam? No, no. <laughs> okay, do, fine. Do you? Yeah, so I... Uh... It's it's safe to say that SteamWorld build the announcement has been the most successful announcement that we've made to date. So it's uh, yeah, it's been super exciting. And I don't know about you, Adam, but you know, is you you wear your heart on your sleeve like when you do a thing like this, and you're so worried that you're gonna get negative feedback, right? Or, or someone is just gonna say, yeah, it looks kind of lame. <laughs> but then then uh, it hasn't. I haven't seen that, you know, it's like, it's, it's been, it's been, as far as I can tell, it's been a hundred percent positive and it's, uh, that's rare for us, even though like we, we know that we make good stuff. Like there's always this, uh, there, there always has to be one, you know, that, that comes up with, <laughs> with some, some opinion and you get so, you've, it, it's so hard to like focus on all the good stuff that people are saying. It's so easy to focus on the negative. So it's been, yeah, it's, it's been massively successful and exciting. How about you, Adam? Yeah. So, I mean, like for us, we did host this in-house announcement party for, uh, for all the developers that have been working on this, uh, this title. So, I was really excited uh, and, you know, we bought a lot of like cakes with a SteamWorld logo and we had these balloons and, you know, we had like everything you need to, to have to host uh, a party. And then we had this uh, full big screen where we were about to watch the, the live stream. Uh, so, yeah, I was super, super excited. So uh, when, when I arrived to, to the studio, it was something like, with the, with the mood because all the developers was was there and we were, were about to celebrate but but there were were some some tension right in in the room and uh, i couldn't like put my my finger on it uh but it turns out that everyone was like super nervous because we had this youtube tube stream uh, up and running and you know you see a lot of comments uh, from like fans from uh, from earlier steam world games and everyone was like yeah uh, let's uh, let's go uh, dig free or like you know uh, requesting uh, uh, other titles uh, because they were hoping for that uh, of course but because like I mean the dig series is fantastic and and the heist game is like uh, a great game as well so I can understand that uh, but that's not what you want to see when you are a developer and really nervous about the announcement but like I mean everything went superb and uh, we have been like looting around uh, different uh, of uh, forums and uh, you know watched uh, all the streamers basically that that they had put up things on youtube and uh, we received a lot of praise and there has just been like good comments and posts uh, regarding uh, our demo and uh, our announcement so so we're really happy but of course we were we were, were really nervous uh, when announcing because this is uh, something new and something that people didn't expect. Um, but I think in the end, uh, hopefully people uh, did, uh, people wasn't aware of, okay, but we want this game as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I think it was clear in watching the, the SteamWorld Telegraph, which I would point any listener to over on the Thunderful YouTube channel. Uh, definitely a good source of information, but also enthusiasm. You guys were excited uh, to talk about this one. And I think it makes sense that fans, uh, including myself, would wonder if SteamWorld Dig 3 was a thing, if it was another kind of known quantity. But uh, you, you yourselves have described SteamWorld as a wrapper of, of multiple genres, and there's a lot of genres encompassed with the SteamWorld brand. Um, 
10 years, all the genres, all the way back to Tower Defense and Metroidvania. Why go this route with SteamWorld Build? Oh, well, I think it's, yeah, it, it kind of lies in the history of the of the franchise, I think, the answer. Um, so it started, you pointed out, it started out with the Tower Defense game, SteamWorld Tower Defense, a really small effort in 2010. And then SteamWorld Dig, that was sort of the, the breakout hit for for the studio that I started, Image and Form, back in 2013. And, you know, that was, before we did that, uh, before Tower Defense and, and, uh, and SteamWorld Dig, uh, Image and Form had been a work for hire studio. And we'd, we'd done, we'd made a ton of uh, edutainment uh, games, like learning, learning uh, games for kids. And it was a never-ending stream of these uh, learning games. And it, like in the beginning, that was really exciting to to make that. But then, when you've made three of them, then you're just like, okay, we've got the hang of this. When you made five, it's like, okay, is this what, where we're going? And when when you've made thirty of them, it's like <laughs> that's that's when you start thinking, it's like, is this what my life is going to be? Right? It's, this is it's very mm-hmm. samey. It's it's delightful because we know money is coming in like every month and so on. That's fine. But it, creatively it, it's, uh, it gets depressing after a while. And so when we, when we realized that um, we could make a tower defense game in, in a series and then make a radically different sort of platform mining adventure that steam will dig was, it was, mm-hmm. and, and that became sort of a breakout hit, then we realize that we can bet 100% of our time on this. And, and if, we, if we are really clever with this, with this universe, then we can, we can make sure to fit any type of gameplay into it. Like we, we can literally make any time we want to make at any, at any time, right? So, it's, mm-hmm. so after SteamWorld Dig came the radically different SteamWorld Heist, which was a yeah, turn-based tactics uh, Two day, two D shoot 'em up, or like two uh, D XCOM, if you like. And then after that, mm-hmm. uh, we returned to to dig again with SteamWorld Dig Two. And two years after that, a radically different game again with SteamWorld Quest, which is a it was a card based uh, game, right? So it's I would say that going in this direction, it's it's not only what the franchise is all about that we we are free to explore any gameplay that we want. But it's sort of, I expect no less from us. I, I think that's what we should be doing, like with with our games. And it's, and that's as far as I'm going to take the answer on that question. Then I'm going to hand it over to, to Adam to because it was actually the station got acquired by Thunderful, and uh, and the, you know just weeks after the acquisition, presented this idea of making a a, a city builder, and uh, with these. But not only a city builder. Sorry. So then I'll I'll leave it to you, Adam. Please. Yeah, I mean, like in our studio here in in Karlsson, we have always like been in love with with sitter builder games, and we have always been really passionate about them. And uh, since we were acquired by uh, by Funful, uh, who actually got uh, this fantastic. IP, the SteamWorld IP, we we actually saw this uh, huge opportunity to to do something uh, cool with that. So uh, yeah, we presented uh, this idea, and uh, yeah, it was well received, so to say. So we could like, it was like less than a month uh, after we started to prototype that we got uh, this uh, approval by Brian, and then we were just okay. Let's go. Let's uh, let's do this, and uh, yeah. From there, it's basically that's it. So um, I mean, it it was a huge honor, of course, for us to 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 work with uh, IP because we were big fans uh, since earlier, and uh, it was great because like I could put uh, all the all of the team uh, of my team members to to play all the Steam World games to you know get the right uh, right feeling for yeah for this development, and then we just. Yeah, we just moved on, and uh, 
yeah, things uh, has been working really, really fine in uh, this production. So uh, yeah, we we are really, really happy uh, about that. Um, but of course, it it has been also a huge uh, responsibility because you you want to honor the the um, the, the franchise and and the, and the IP and how to do that when you when you do something new. And also, since we wasn't uh, or I mean because. Image and Form has always been doing these kinds of games, and now we were a new studio, so of course that put a lot of pressure. But I think we we managed to do something uh, something really really good and presentable for the for the Steam World series. Oh yeah, I think you nailed that one. I think you nailed that one. You you mentioned prototyping, Adam. When and you guys announced early twenty twenty three. When did prototyping start? So. Uh, <sighs> We have been working on this title for two years, mm-hmm. so it has been a really fast production. Uh, so we started prototype in uh, um, early 2020, right? 2020. Okay. No, oh, oh no, 2021. <laughs> I always time like... flies when you're having fun, right? So it's. Yeah, yeah, time, time, time. Maybe, maybe so. So when we when we acquired, uh, yeah, no, exactly. Acquired. So that was the uh, towards the end of uh, uh, of twenty twenty, right? So uh, and then you presented the game yeah. to me early twenty twenty one, and then I think and then yeah, I was okay. I was really surprised to see the prototype uh, <laughs> being the ideas were there so. Uh, so quickly i mean sometimes when you prototype it's nothing <laughs> it's like just gray boxes and mm-hmm. and you just sit and say yeah what am i can i see something soon it's like hey, this was i think your your graphics team which is obviously amazingly talented right it's a, it it just put that the the prototype of the of the gameplay uh, linked with the, pre- the graphical presentation in the pitch was just so compelling. So it was, um, uh, that was very easy. It was very simple to, easy to fall for it. And I think, uh, I mean, we should mention that as well about the station. The station has worked on on a number of, I mean, n- number of very important IP in the past, uh, like mainly uh, Little Big Planet, right? And, uh, and doing yeah. doing a lot of graphics work there, and always always pulled it off with flying colors. So for us to um, hand over the um, uh, or to give you access to to let you work on on the SteamWorld IP, I was never really worried about like how it was going to look. Obviously, it's um, SteamWorld is always about gameplay, and so that's that was sort of where the 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 point that needed to be proved but every every time i sat down to play i yeah i would i would make a list of of um of of uh, like a feedback list but i would always sort of overstay my welcome in the game i would always i would just sit there and like play for hours and hours and just see what i could it because it's yeah there are so many interesting things in the game it's not only a city builder we should say as well right it's a it's a it you build a town and then you you cultivate the mines under the town which is sort of links it beautifully to what steamworld uh, is about historically yeah and i and i i also want to add to that because like uh, since we worked with with some great uh, ips before and mostly for little big planet uh, but we did uh, those costumes tied to like last of us and god of war and uncharted and so so we knew how important uh, it is to like maintain the essence of uh, the original material so i mean uh, of course, while Image and Form and Brian and uh, uh, were always there for us uh, for like support and such, um, they also put uh, a lot of trust in us to take the Steam World um, uh, in a direction that would attract both and uh, old and uh, but hopefully new fans to the to the franchise as well. Now, gentlemen, I think it's important because I, as listeners are going to be hearing you talk. Uh, you clearly have different roles of involvement here. And so before we keep going about Steamroll Build proper, um, 
Adam, you are a producer on the game. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And Brian, what's your role exactly? I hesitate to even describe it. That was great. So the title is fantastic. It's uh, the title is SteamWorld Universe and Franchise Director. So that means that I'm the I'm the director of the universe, you could say. And so you're Mm -hmm. welcome to live in my universe if you like. Right? It's it's. (laughs) (laughs) That is the long and and very pompous title. But what it means is that my my role is. So I've been I've been making Steamworld games from the very beginning, and uh, for mm-hmm. uh, you you might wonder like how these companies are sort of connected to each other. Like there's so I started a studio like some 25 years ago called Image and Form, and that studio has made most of the Steamworld games, uh, or has made all of the Steamworld games that have been released. Let's put it that way. And now uh, we have announced like it's it's sort of the, it's the first uh game to come out that is that is uh, made by another studio but so mm-hmm. image and form um <clears throat> is and the station are part of a, a group of companies called thunderful and uh up until last year i was the ceo of uh, thunderful group which was listed company and uh it was it's quite a different line of work for me for a few years to be uh, to be the CEO of a listed company. And I, I very much missed being close to the games, and uh, so last year I I handed that over to some terrific people who are running the group, and I get to concentrate a hundred percent on all things Steamworld. So everything that has to do with anything that is yeah, that is related to SteamWorld is my responsibility in a sense. I, it's my duty to make sure that the games follow the same, that the lore is consistent through the games. Not necessarily the graphic style or anything like that. That can that can go in different directions. And I think we've seen that, seen, seen it in the past and definitely in SteamWorld Build as it takes like a, mm-hmm. a completely new, uh, goes in a completely new direction. But yeah, so just to make sure that everything sort of sticks together, that it's cohesive and and makes sense. It would be, I think it would be, um, it would be a pity if you as a player think that, well, this, I don't understand how this game, this SteamWorld game ties into these other SteamWorld games. And then we have to come up with some, some brutal excuse. Yeah, it was all a dream or like it's a diff, it's an alternate timeline or something like that. It's a, yeah, okay. It's it's much more fun if it can yeah, if you can all if you can find references uh, in one game to other games and so on. It's it's there's a beauty in that, I think. And that's yeah, that's part of my job. Now, this question goes to Adam then if if Brian is uh, overseeing a universe, that means that you, in your game, have to create perhaps not Easter eggs, but references, or maybe both, uh, to the greater SteamWorld world. So do yeah. you guys at, at your studio have, uh, like, pillar things that you need to touch on or, or like, a a document or a Bible that you have to uh, adhere to for SteamWorld premise? Yes, I mean, of course, we, we we can't do whatever we like, uh, right? Because it it has to stay in the Steam World uh, universe and have have to breathe uh, Steam World. But I, I also feel like we we have been uh, allowed to to experiment and and to try everything out that we want to try out. So so we have uh, I would say that we had uh, this completely freedom, right? Um, and uh, I mean. Most of our suggestions ha- have been approved by by Brian because y- you like them, right? So, so there's a, a lot of like uh, cameos and uh, and uh, in, you know flirts uh, to the old SteamWorld game in uh, in uh, SteamWorld build. So, so of course you will see a lot of things that you recognize from from the earlier series. So, a lot yeah. of Easter eggs. You just and it would find be them. it would. Be... That's a lot more fun than me telling you what what Easter eggs to put in there. I mean, because I get 
whenever I discover something, I get like childishly uh, excited. Like, you know, it's like you sit and giggle <laughs> to yourself when you find something. So it's, it's like many more minds thinking about it. And it's just, it's delightful when you find it. Like, um, I don't, I can't think of any, I can't think of any, any like um, instance where Steamworld builds like stepped over a line or like didn't deliver on the promise. I No, no, I think it's, it's a really, you've been, I think that the station has been really taking good care of it. I, and I honestly mean that. I mean, obviously I would be saying that else. anyway, but, but I really think so. I, I love playing it. I love discovering these things that nobody has told me about be, uh, beforehand. It's, it's, yeah, it's just delightful. Yeah, and, and I mean it, it's really fun uh, when you when you find like possibilities to okay, hey guys, we we can do this, and uh, when when you know when you find small spots that you actually could place Easter eggs that could be really fun, and like we really enjoying those uh, as well, and like. Uh, I can't say say it right now, but last week we we found, found uh, did find a new opportunity to do uh, some cameos, uh, so uh, that we just implemented. Mm. So, uh, Brian, you're in for you're in for another treat. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so that's fun for everybody. I would have to imagine one of our our listeners, famous Seamus, wrote in, and he wondered uh, if he would need to play the previous Steam World games to enjoy build and i think i know the answer but of course uh take it away yeah no uh, uh i mean i think it's uh, the all the old games are really fun as well so you shouldn't miss out on them and uh but uh, you you don't have to uh you uh, our game is uh, accessible so you can just uh, pick it up and jump uh, straight in and uh you will be fine yeah right? i totally agree and uh that's a that's a skill in its or it's it's a difficulty in itself to make a game in a franchise and and actually all every time make sure that the game is enjoyable on its own because it would be a, maybe maybe it would make commercial sense for us to to throw in stuff uh that forces you to play the games. I mean, it forces you in within quotes, right? That you wouldn't get it if you hadn't played these games or you would lose out a lot. That, yeah, that's kind of, that doesn't make sense though. I think it's, it's a lot more fun if you can just pick up a game and play it and enjoy it for what it is. And then realize that, wow, this is, this is part of a bigger picture. And there's, there's this timeline where this game fits it actually it has its place in this in this universe like both geographically and chronologically so it's yeah yeah you can definitely you don't have to play the games but like adam said it's like you should pick them up because they're really good <laughs> yeah oh yeah. yes and i'm sure you get more out of those references and such uh, and and, and uh, we have like, uh, of course, in Steam World Build, we have some some lore. So so for all of you that have played the game, we'll uh, we'll, we'll get uh, get some more lore. Uh, so yeah, I mean, pick them pick them up and play them all. <laughs> That's my uh, advice. I'll second that advice because yeah, yeah they're a blast. Um, I'm curious though, guys. What makes a good construction management simulator? You know, like uh, I'll confess that's not a genre I'm overly familiar with. So are there any principles that are important to adhere to to make kind of the best construction management simulator uh, as a game overall? Yeah, so I mean, I mean, uh, we we don't look uh, at this game as uh, uh, because I, I know some people refer to it uh, as a, a city builder, and yeah. we we see it more as a resource uh, management uh, game. Uh, okay. with, yeah, so with, with like um, uh, the dungeon, uh, the dungeon keeper, dungeon crawler uh, influences. So uh, to say it's a, a, um, a city builder, I think 
that could be some some way misleading because uh, what we tried to do was this uh, unique mix with the city building part of course uh, Mm -hmm. that uh, goes along with um, the resource management because that's the biggest part of um, uh, of our game I would say uh, so uh, I know that uh, I described uh, the game uh, as uh, a city builder or a resource manager uh, meets a dungeon keeper. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would be the fair description of it. Uh, so in, in our case, to, um, to, or, or in uh, our opinions, what, what would make this game uh, good? And... Um, as as you see in the, in the demo for you for you that played it uh, or watched the the trailer, the most important thing for us was to have this cohesive um, experience where everything feels connected. Uh, so you have your city that you have to build your city, but then you also have your your mine where you gather resources and do the exploration thing and and they need to be aware of uh, all the dangerous things that are hidden in. Uh, hidden in the uh, underground. And for us, it, it was really important to have those kind of layers interact really well uh, with each, each other. So um, uh, I would say that th- that's the most important part for us that it should feel like one game and not like two separate uh, genres. You mentioned those dangerous things underground. I noticed when watching trailers and uh, the demo gameplay, uh, monsters or critters underneath. Are we defending our town at any point? How are we managing them? Uh, so, so you have to defend uh, your mind because, uh, like, there is where all the all the hazards is uh, is living. Uh, so, so. Um, I mean, we we experimented with uh, having like uh, dangers and threats to the to the city uh, as well, and and from our point of view, because like uh, as I said, we are real big fans of uh, city builder games uh, in general, and what we dislike with city builder games is the like natural catastrophe and stuff like that that could actually destroy your city. So we we wanted we didn't want to do that. Uh, so we you said, hey, okay, le- let's uh, keep the threats and the, and the defending in the mine. And uh, also, we think uh, since we we have been talking about the accessibility and and stuff like that, uh, there will be enough uh, to to keep track of as a player. Uh, just to because you have those mine layers and there are several layers, so you you need to to have your attention there and maybe not worry too much about threats in the city because of course in the city you you need to make sure that uh, that everything flows and that your uh, citizens are happy with uh, yeah with their life so to say so yeah it's a, it seemed like I, I was seeing some of that old tower defense dna at points but i wasn't sure uh and something yeah. else i noticed about the mines and, and for listeners that haven't seen coverage the reason I think, Adam, that you keep referring to the mine versus the city is you can transition very quickly, I might add, impressively, from seeing kind of your isometric view of your city to down to another view of the mines where resources are being gathered. Uh, yeah. What's the philosophy between having them separate like that? I I mean, we, we wanted to do the uh, uh, asset builder, right? But the dig games has always been below Earth, so mm-hmm. of course we we want to to keep this like Steam World and the, uh, to do this flirt with with the, the dig games, and uh, that's why we we went that way. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so you should recognize, you know, if if you are a fan of of the Steam World dig games, you should recognize. Uh, okay, but this this is somewhat of uh the gameplay that we are used to but just in in another form you know certainly you can see kind of f- familiar elements to anyone who's played the games before which i think is very comforting as a as a longtime steam world player uh like an easy way to get into a genre that i maybe not you know predetermined to go to or, or that i would typically enter into and i think that's kind of the beauty of what steam world as a franchise offers uh one of the things that's really unique about SteamWorld is its art style. Uh, 
And up until now, it's all been 2D, either by way of side scrolling or in deck building. Now you've got 3D isometric views. Uh, could either of you speak to kind of taking that SteamWorld art style from 2D to 3D and making it still work and stick through with it and kind of keep that same visual aesthetic? Yeah, Adam, do you want to do? Do you want to go there? Yeah, yeah. Please, please don't. Okay. I'll just I'll just yeah. start and then I'll hand it over to you when it comes to the specifics of the 3D of of SteamWorld Build. But yeah, it's it's uh, you 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 mentioned something there, Luke. Uh, that I think we're reading a lot of comments that, and it's it's been that with whenever every time we've tried something new that wow this is this isn't my typical sort of game go to game genre but it's a steam world game i trust the i trust the universe they or i trust the the franchise that they're not going to they're not going to put too many feet wrong like they they this is going to be a quality game and and probably it's it's going to be the gameplay is going to be tight but the game is also going to be very accessible for me as a player. That if I'm a, if I don't play city builders or you know like resource management games because I I don't like the clutter, like the typical sort of the yeah the the UI that goes with games like that, then probably Steamworld is is a Steamworld take on that is going to be more accessible than. Uh, than than the competition or at, at least that's something that we have steamworld should be about really tight gameplay and uh, accessible gaming like that it should be pretty easy to pick up and very hard to leave <laughs> right so so that's there's that about that i mean like going from 2d to 3d is it's a big big step and we've thought about that for years like how we how do we do that i mean eventually at some point we'll we will we could yeah we obviously we could go on making uh 2d games within SteamWorld forever like and never make a 3d game but why not you know it's like it's it'd be great if we could if we could do that and i think build is uh, just the perfect setting for it and also the perfect studio for it it's a uh, image and form is is a super talented studio it's it's a great great studio but 3d is is there's a reason why we've we've always made 2d games is because we're really good at 2d graphics at image and form and i think the station are just really good at graphics and in in general and then the per, the perfect studio to take it into the 3d please adam yeah so of course we had we had to like filter uh, filter uh, everything through this uh, like steamworld lens and um yeah i mean here at station we we have uh, um, the experience of of um, working with with uh, yeah, really well-known IPs before. So, I mean, like I said in in the in the beginning, we we started off by just processing uh, their art style, uh, playing all the Steam World games, and just to to get a feel for them. Uh, for them, and yeah, I, I mean, like the hardest challenge with uh, with doing um, a, uh, doing this art and a steamworld game in 3d and especially a city builder is that our main characters is uh, the building themselves uh right because we don't have characters like our our characters or our heroes is actually the buildings that you that you place out right I see. I yeah see. so the team worked really hard to ensure that uh, all the buildings had uh, these clear silhouettes and uh, reference to objects that was familiar to the universe. Um, so I know that we had this, for example, but we had this uh, this building, the Lego Mond, that is uh, this restaurant. And uh, it, it looks like this giant uh, cloche uh, that you see at the traditional French restaurants. And uh, like finding clear silhouettes for these buildings uh, that would work for both, uh, that would work both like zoomed, uh, zoomed away and really in, in close was uh, a huge uh, focus that we've uh, 
yeah, iterated on uh, a lot. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah, and of course, like we also touch uh, touch on before, to you know the the visual humor that is really important in Steam World games uh, as well. How do we uh, apply that to our game? So. So of course we did a lot of Easter eggs, and we we would make sure that if you zoom into the buildings, that you would always find like small details and characters running around, and you know we have robot cats and uh, robot cows, and and so there there are a lot of like visual gags and charming animation in, in our game. So uh, just zoom in and have a look at uh, what's uh, going on. I mean that was. Sorry, Luke, yeah, I was, I, can oh, I, ahead, I can just add to that? When I played it the first time, I think I spent, you know, the first 30 minutes at least, like just playing uh, uh, without zooming in, without realizing that I could zoom in, right? And when I zoomed in, it wasn't just that everything got bigger, like the sounds become like more focused on where you are. And it's, it, yeah, it becomes like, context sensitive if that's the word right it, then suddenly like you see these animations on the houses and and the areas around that are just it's just ridiculous some of these how 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 wonderful they are like the glass blowing uh, factory for example it's yeah that's amazing i mean uh, <laughs> all of them are amazing right I, I can't really pick out examples but it's delightful so, yeah it's just so much playfulness and I think also that because we were also looking to have, uh, since we have those separate layers, because we wa wa also wanted uh, the city building part of the game to feel be like this Zen experience. And then, uh, you know, so so you should be able to, to spend time uh, up in the city layer and just like... Uh, you know, look at things and uh, and work with the beautification. You know, place decorations and and make things beauty because because that's a part of uh, of a city builder game as well. Because that's that's how some people really enjoy it. It's just to to make a beautiful city. And we wanted to let the players that are really interested in in that kind of uh, I wouldn't say gameplay, but but that kind of uh, thing. We would give them. Uh, that as well you know uh, so we have a lot of decorations and you, you can basically yeah do the beautification you you wish for so you got a, a demo out on steam now uh which is pretty exciting are you guys soliciting feedback feedback from those players uh are you tracking message boards or discord or is it heads down let's focus on on bring us closer to release date no, of course, of course, we we're uh, we're monitoring everything. So, uh, so uh, we have been collecting uh, collecting all the uh, all the feedback and and you know all the positives uh, as well. And uh, I mean, like sometimes you you actually find uh, uh, find some really good things that okay, we didn't think about this. Okay, but this is great. Let's implement it. Uh, so, uh, I mean, we have uh, done some quality of life improvements based on uh, what we have been uh, reading uh, online already. Uh, yeah. Well, that's exciting to see for sure. And I'm sure, uh, I, well, I know that several people are, are in my circle are enjoying the demo as well. Um, guys, you have a lot of excitement that surrounds the SteamWorld franchise. And I think it was something we've talked about a bit uh, through the course of the interview. You've also got a lot of platforms for fans to experience this franchise on. Uh, and once this game makes its debut, it'll be on all consoles, uh, PC as well. But it's not always been consistent where SteamWorld makes its debut or which platforms it, it's on. And one of our listeners, Anubis, wrote in kind of asking, you know, why sometimes Xbox, why sometimes not, why sometimes this platform, that platform. SteamWorld's in a lot of different places. Uh, is it tough to track that? Is there a reason for that? That's a really go good question. It's... <clears throat> So the so the latest game that came out has come out is that came out in 2019 Steamworld Quest and it was um at still at that time like it was it was just one studio like of of around 20 people making making everything 
in Steam in Steam World. And we used our own, but like for all of the games, we've used our our proprietary uh, uh, C++ engine to make the game. So we haven't used Unity or or Unreal or any of the uh, yes, standard environments. And that means that it's been it's always been like really really hard to find uh, resources to uh, to make the games. I mean, we at when we started making the SteamWorld games, one of the things that we said was we let's bring the game every game to as many platforms as possible because as a small studio that's a good way to maximize your uh, your chances at, at at having revenues. And so because mm-hmm. making games is really expensive and porting them is is relatively inexpensive. But then it also comes down to availability of of people like like resources like a headcount of 20 um trying to juggle like uh leapfrogging game development projects and so on and and then the universal truth in game development that every game is always delayed like it it's it doesn't like it doesn't matter what game you're making like it's always going to be it's always going to be late and uh, and necessarily so of course like because you want to make the best game possible but it also means that sometimes you just you look at you look you I, I I would sit and plead with the team to find extra hours to port to every platform, like every conceivable platform. And uh, sometimes we just didn't have the man the 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 resources to put on it. And I'm the the like if you're if you're making games in Unity or Unreal, it's it's fairly simple to just reach out to porting studios and say listen guys we need we haven't we don't have the time to put it to this this specific platform can you do that work for us here's the source code and so on but here like for us it would every time we would do all of the porting in-house because we're porting it to making it available to all platforms in-house because we realized that it was it was impossible to to uh, um, to explain the our development platform or development engine to uh, to other developers and still have a feasible porting process. It, would, it just we didn't have the we didn't have the 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 people in house and it became just stupendously expensive, like for people to un, to learn our engine and then then make make sure that the games came out to every platform. So I would say, I think we have, we've put out every game on many platforms, but not every game is on every platform. Yep. The, uh, well, yeah, that's tough to be, it's, it'd be impractical to stop development on some new things just to go back. I would imagine it at times does that proprietary engine, uh, negate the idea of like, a collection down the line that could come to, to more platforms. Like I've never played the tower defense game on a DSI. Yeah. Um, you know, some people haven't touched uh, steam world quest or whatnot. Like does that proprietary engine negate seeing those titles on future platforms? Not necessarily. I don't think so. I think also it's um, uh, some of the, the sometimes it's always, it's also been about uh at a certain point in time, it was difficult to port to a certain platform and so on. So I think, and then at other times, it's been purely like a resource resource problem. So it's, um, I don't think, if anything, I, I think we're, now that, now that we have so many studios under, under Thunderful, it, if anything, it just makes it easier to, uh, yeah, to make sure that we can get collections, that we can get all the games out on all platforms. It would be marvelous to put out the collections of the games, right? So, because, I mean, there's also so much under the hood that nobody sees, or like uh, um, a game is, a game presents what the game can contain, but there's like hundreds of man hours uh, in the background, like, putting together the lore of, of what SteamWorld is and all the characters that like a character may appear once in a game 
and then like make a cameo as a non-speaking character in another game and it would be so just so wonderful to put together a material about this world you know that is that really is consistent and has so much um that isn't shown in every game like if you look if you blink you'll you'll miss something that yeah that mm -hmm. that exists right so uh, definitely i don't i don't think there's a problem with that that just since you asked specifically about steel tower defense um it, it, it's 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 wonderful in a, in a in a in a way to have this one game that is just inaccessible to everyone right like that becomes <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but also that game is a small effort right it's if you let's say that we we brought that to all platforms and people would say say why did they do that now i mean this game is, is clearly this is a it's a much smaller game and it it really is i mean it's a it's a game made by four people i think at the back of the, back in those days yeah that's a that's a brilliant answer but it and it it, it leaves room for oh. hope to see some of the oh, titles yeah. in the and future and i should also mention that i myself is just uh, i one of the one of the great ideas behind thunderful like from my my perspective was that i'm so impatient right or maybe i'm i'm getting so so much i'm so much older these days that i realize i'm going to die soon right so it's uh, i think that i need uh, oh i i think thunderful is wonderful i'm watching adam space right now <laughs> no, no, what i mean is i think thunderful is a wonderful idea in the sense that we can have more studios working on steam world so that we can have more games coming out in the franchise because like like adam said before like uh um steam world build has been two years in the making if you're as old as i am like two years is that's a big chunk of what you've got left right so it's like let's let's make sure that we can make as many games as possible uh, that are great and interesting in in the franchise Yeah, I watched that face the whole time, and then it's like, keep it together, Adam. Yeah, keep it together. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, Leon, uh, the only thing that is uh, that is certain in life is that we are all are going to die. So, yeah, I mean, but but I'm I'm just yeah. I'm I I love SteamWorld so much, and and there's so there's so much there are so many things that we want to make, and if we had just continued that, this is sort of the point that I was trying to make that. If we had just continued with Image and Form being the only studio that was that could or was allowed to make SteamWorld games, then uh, yeah, a lot of the a lot of these great ideas wouldn't have been realized. Like SteamWorld Build, for example, wouldn't have come about. So yeah, I think this is great. In the the same way that I guess I ask about multiple platforms. And now you've got multiple studios and this this grand franchise. There's also a lot of ways to deliver games to people. And I'm alluding to things like Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation Plus, uh, Epic Game Store, as well as, you know, a la carte just purchasing the game. Um, as a business, like, how do you decide whether or not to pursue those avenues versus a la carte? Uh, is that something you guys are interested in? How do you? Yeah, I guess the, it, it's. It's a typical question to word, but when you've got so many ways to get games to people and you're on so many platforms, how do you navigate that? Yeah, it's um, well for SteamWorld, like since since that's if we can start there, like SteamWorld is a franchise that we don't want to. Um, I don't think we ever want that to be exclusive to uh, to one um, platform or vendor or marketplace because. Today we see we have a lot of players on on all of the platforms, and it would be just so sad. Like if if you read, yeah, you go to your your favorite gaming websites and read that there's a new SteamWorld game coming out, but it's going to be exclusive to this or that platform, and and that's not, and neither or, or and that platform's not your platform. I mean, it would it'd be right. the worst, right? You'd start hating the franchise. Like, why would they? 
or you could, right? <laughs> you start hating. You could definitely start hating the people behind the franchise. Like, why would they make a decision like that? And so, when it comes to Steam World, I think it's we will always keep that open, like, so that it comes out. So every game comes out on as many platforms as possible. So that's the general rule for Steam World. When it comes to other games, um, like it can be a really st- strong way to start an IP to uh, to f- uh, forge a, a partnership with someone like Game Pass, uh, who uh, I think are, have they've been very active and uh, also quite generous um, towards developers uh, since the inception, and so. I think it's a great way to to launch an IP. You you make a you form a, a partnership like that. Make sure that you have a good business deal so that perhaps like development is paid for or development is paid for plus some or I mean just that you so that you can develop the game at your own pace and uh, and create some a, a really great product. Then you can now that the game is out on this on on a on a really on a good platform then you can start working on that ip more if if it's successful if it isn't successful and then well it's it's definitely been a good way to uh, level up your studio at least right so uh, it's a good way of de-risking new ip i think if you take an established ip and sign something exclusive for that then you're yeah, you're going you're going to exclude a lot of people in the process, and maybe you're going to damage the IP in in the eyes of, of a lot of people going forward. So yeah, gotcha, makes sense. And uh, uh, go ahead, uh, Adam, please. Yeah, I just want to add because like uh, this uh, this is something that we thought about like early in in uh, the development as well because we didn't uh, want to to port our, our game. Uh, you know, so that that you develop for for the PC version and then you you port it to uh, to consoles. So, like when we st- started this journey, we were like, uh, okay, but we want to release uh, uh, our game on multiple platforms, and we want to make sure that everyone get um, uh, uh, this great experience that you that you can uh, have on a on a PC. Because like for uh, our genre, this city builder resource management game. They are mostly uh, played on uh, with a with a keyboard and mouse, right? And uh, that's a it's a typical PC kind of of a game, right? Uh, so so we had this um, this with us uh, when we started this production. So we said, hey, let's uh, let's develop this game for um, for all the uh, the, the cons- consoles and to have that in mind when we were. Uh, working with with our UI and and stuff like uh, uh, stuff like that, so it would feel equally good playing uh, on a PlayStation or an Xbox with a controller than it would uh, do on um, on uh, on a PC and a mouse. Because what we thought uh, was that because sometimes uh, you can when you play play other games, uh, you can kind of sense that okay, but this. Uh, was a PC version, and now they really struggled to to get this work on uh, on a con- on a console, right? And we didn't want to go that mm-hmm. that the road. Um, so everything has been developed with uh, in in mind that it should work equally well uh, regarding UI, regarding uh, controller support, uh, and stuff like that. It's good insight. It's seriously good insight. Uh, Gents, as we wind down, I want to get to one or two more listener questions. Uh, you guys said in the Telegraph that there are four separate SteamWorld titles in development, uh, including Build. So I guess three that we we don't know about. Uh, listener Todd Oxter writes in and, and wants to know, uh, is there a genre that excites and scares you the most when it comes to SteamWorld? <laughs> the most? I'm not sure. I mean, there are genres that's yes. The only the only scary uh, <laughs> genre for me are scary games because I hate them. <laughs> I get so terrified playing horror games. So 
maybe there isn't a horror game in the works, right? Maybe. Let's. <laughs> maybe, yeah. yeah. Keep it open. Found footage, Steam World uh, horror title. Steam World Scare isn't coming <laughs> within the next few months. Right? So. And if you have to do That's that, I don't game. want to be a producer of, of that because I'm 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 really scared of like <laughs> horror games as well. I mean, I loved the Last of Last of Us, but uh, that was like, ah, uh, it was it, it, it's a great game, but I did struggle a lot because it was too scary yeah. for me. So, I I agree yeah. with you there, Adam. It's a, um, no, it, like, but but the uh, I think. The core of the question there, is there any um, genre that we feel that, yeah, let's not go there? No, not really. You know, it's like I, I really love the idea that SteamWorld is is open in every direction. I mean, now it's it's a card game. It's a it's a town builder slash a dungeon uh, crawler. It's there's a there are two dig games. There is a turn based tactics game. There is a tower defense game. It's like. Wouldn't it be great, like to to uh, to be able to uh, surprise with every or every other announcement? Like that's for me. That's just that just sounds so good. You know, it's like it's imagine the alternative, well, yeah. Luke, is that like that we would have to that we were locked into this genre and we were just making sequels, like. How boring would it be to talk to us like every time? Like, so tell us, uh, Steam will dig thirty-five. How is how does it differ from number thirty-four? Right? It, it's. Uh, I think uh, this is this is uh, infinitely better to do it. So we're not scared of any genre. We're ready to take on any, anything that makes sense. That's, that is brilliant to hear. I wonder though if that doesn't. Uh kind of negate the idea that is steam world dig three a possibility steam world heist two a possibility in the effort to continue diversifying does that mean that sequels in like within their genre may not happen we've we've made it one sequel already like steam world dig two i think <clears throat> i think we work this we function the same way as the the players right i mean we we didn't play these games and we we like enjoy playing them a lot and we we always keep things like what what happens what would happen after I mean sequeling is yeah it's always an option I think it's and it's it's great if it is because then if if we make a if, if we create a game that completely tanks then we're not going to make a sequel because yeah we're sure. We're not gonna. That it's probably not gonna make our money back, and it it'll. It, we've annoyed people once with that game. That's <laughs> like why make why do it twice? But yeah, but with games that people like, yeah, sh for sure. We're yeah. There's nothing negating sequels. Famous Seamus had written in, and he had posed a no, He'd listed like every cool genre in there. One of the ones he touched on was a uh, real time strategy, and I feel like that would be such a cool fix, especially after in seeing an Adams game, the isometric view. It just seems so. It seems like to me in, in watching SteamWorld build footage, it's like oh my gosh, my mind is opening up to SteamWorld in a new way again, like another new way that I could experience this universe. Uh, that stuff's really cool that you guys get to have that effect on yeah. people. But RTSs are are awesome. <laughs> it's like that'd be yeah. wonderful, right? Yeah. Uh, Adam, get to work. <laughs> make us a, make us an RTS. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, snap your fingers. It's, I hear game development's really easy, right? Yeah. It's yeah. No it's problem. Re it's really easy. Yeah. 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 No problem. I will have have something for you guys next week. <laughs> oh, great. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Release and release date. Shadow drop. Uh, that seems to be the popular right now. No problem. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so, gentlemen, I want to thank you for your time today. I could not have enjoyed this more. Absolutely a pleasure to get to talk to you guys. Uh, please. Uh, let people know. Well, first, let me say to the listeners, thank you guys for listening. Of course, you can support XEP over on Patreon. You can follow me over on Twitter at InsipidGhost and XEP on all your podcast services. But gentlemen, let people know 
if there if there's any pending announcements, if there's not, no problem. Uh, Steamworld Telegraph was incredible. Where can we find you guys on your socials, if if anywhere, and where would you point players? To? Sweet, very good. So uh, I would I would point you uh, to Steamworld Games on uh, on Twitter and Thunderful Games on Twitter. Uh, Adam, uh, like, hurry and tell me the station uh, Twitter handle and and so on. Uh, while you're while you're frantically searching, uh, let's let's I'll, let me take this opportunity to thank you, Luke, and uh, thank the listeners as well for uh, for bearing with us. Like it's uh, it's it's been a true pleasure talking to you as well. But yeah, it's uh, thank you. Go go online and find us at Steamworld Games and Thunderful Games and the station. The station. Yeah, the station. The station SE is our uh, Twitter. Um, Perfect. So yeah, and, and of I, course we I'll have, have Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, search for the station, and and you will find us. Awesome, awesome. Well, gentlemen, once again, thank you for Thanks joining. Thanks a lot. Me. Cheers. Thank you.